Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberston, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. When I began to think about this week's podcast, I had an idea, an idea for what I wanted to do. I wanted to share some words of a sermon I gave quite a few years ago. In fact, in 1998, October 25th, 1998 to be precise, Shabbat Parshat Noach, the Shabbat in which we read the story of Noah as we do this coming Shabbat. And I wanted to share the sermon, which was one of my favorites, for two reasons. First of all, I think the idea was interesting. And secondly, it frankly was a tribute to a childhood hero of mine. But then I started to think about the fact that 1998, quite a few years ago, the event that the sermon was given in anticipation of, which was to take place the following week on October 29th, 1998, it's just ancient history for many people. So I figured the sermon was dated and I wouldn't give it here as part of the episode of the podcast. Then this morning, I opened up the newspaper and I saw a new story. And I just said, this is, this is too great a coincidence to just pass over. I don't know whether I want to say it was a sign for me that I should give the sermon. I won't go that far but I love coincidences. The story in the paper was the story that William Shatner, at age 90, was going to go up into space on Jeff Bezos, one of, these, one of his uh, spacecraft, and was going to go up, what, 63 miles up or whatever it is, and be weightless for four minutes and then come back, and he'd be the oldest person ever to travel in space. And of course, with his history on Star Trek, there was a symbolic way of saying he had been uh, acting as an astronaut for so many years, and now he gets to be the real thing. I just couldn't pass it up. I don't want to talk about Star Trek. I don't want to talk about these new uh, uh, efforts in space travel. Space travel has always fascinated me, and I do think it's a worthwhile investment. Whether these fall into that category or not, I'll leave for somebody else to decide, but I'm fascinated by it. That's not what I want to talk about in this episode, though. I don't want to talk about William Shatner. I want to talk about another person who went back into space, this time literally, not just first as an actor and then as a real astronaut. And so let me share with you parts of the sermon I gave on October 25th, 1998, in tribute to a hero of mine and passing along a message which I thought at the time was important and now I think is even more important. Of course, the sermon began with a quote from Harry Chapin. Why not? And the faces, they all fade together and the applause, it's all gone so fast. And the story of every darkened stage is that the glory just does not last. Here was Noah, Righteous or not so great, it doesn't matter. He did his job. He saved his family, he saved the animals, and he provided God, in essence, a safety valve to begin creation again with the human beings already in place. He comes out of the ark. He represents all of future human beings in accepting God's covenant. He sacrifices. He plants a vineyard. And then the glory fades. He drinks of the wine. 
drinks too much, gets drunk, and as you see in the story in the book of Genesis, disgraces himself in his tent. It's such a sad story to read. For if God had come back to Noah and had said, I need you for another assignment, he would not have been ready. He could not have done it again. Why did it happen? I remember a friend of mine once gave a sermon which identified Noah with everyone who had ever failed to survive the letdown which comes after a peak experience, as my friend called it. Noah was the prime example of someone who had done a terrific job in an impossible task, had his 40 days of fame, realized a destiny in life, and then walked away and apparently said, nothing's going to be the same again. What else is there for me to do? It is a sad reality that so many fail to strengthen themselves and prepare for the letdown sure to come after having scaled the heights. We feel for Noah because he's familiar to all of us. We've seen that story so many times. Now, what could Noah have done to prevent this? Well, he started off in the right way. He turned to his family. He found something productive to do. But for one reason or the other, he just didn't see it through. Had he paid a bit more attention and respect to himself, had he invested the energy to try just that much harder to imply, apply himself after a brief well-deserved vacation, had he thought that down the road another opportunity might come along, maybe he wouldn't have let himself go that far down. And when we find someone who learns how to keep a peak experience in perspective and is ready at all times to change the world again, we have to pay that person a great amount of respect and honor and thanks. And here in this sermon, I began to refer to the event which to take place, which was to take place the following week. You may be jaded, but I'm not. You may be cynical. You may think this is all public relations, but I don't. I think it's a tremendous lesson for all of us. A tremendous lesson to teach us that, unbelievable as it may seem, chances sometimes do come again. And we have to find that if we can find no other reason. We have to find that fact as the absolute bottom line reason to keep ourselves sharp after a peak experience. Because chances do come again. And so I continued on that day. I hope it's fun for him. I hope it's everything he wants it to be. And I hope, God, how I pray that he comes back safely. And this comes from the heart. Because I tell you, I remember. I wasn't yet seven years old, but I remember sitting in our den, home from school because of a blizzard. And by the way, I never said thank you to God for that storm that kept schools closed that day and enabled me to watch TV at home. I can still see myself holding a globe and watching on television. And I remember, at least I think that I remember, hearing three words that I'll never forget and that really ring true today in anticipation of this coming week's event. Godspeed, John Glenn. John Glenn is teaching us all such a valuable lesson the lesson that chances do come again. 
and that we have to keep ourselves sharp. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to prepare for the possibility that we will be called on or find a place to make sure that we can experience something great one more time, both for our benefit and for others. John Glenn, now I'll end the sermon that way, and I'll just say that John Glenn went back into space on the space shuttle so many years, 26 years, 36 years after his original space flight. And he came back safely, and it was truly a momentous occasion. And looking back on it, as I said, I think the message is even more important to all of us as we grow older. The fact is that once peak experiences have ended, once our situations in life change, we have to look for more opportunities, for more and perhaps different outlets, for ways to keep our minds sharp, to take care of our bodies, to be ready in case an opportunity comes again. The same kind of opportunity or a different kind, it doesn't really matter. One way or the other, we need to be prepared for opportunities that might come to us or ones that we can create. John Glenn was a childhood hero of mine for his bravery and being the first American to orbit the earth. He became years later and is today still a hero to me because he did what we all have to do, keep ourselves ready for the chance to live our dreams again, the chance to make an impact on the world again, the chance to matter again to the world at large. We always have that potential. We always matter. We always have things that we can do to express the talents we have, the interests we have, we just need paradigms to show us that those opportunities do come again. And thank you to John Glenn. May his memory be for a blessing for teaching us that critical lesson. Till next time, thank you.